Hello, welcome to the voice of one. It's so good to have you here again today. I'm going to be talking about something very important. Um, I was reading through a particular scripture of the Bible and I just came across a particular verse and that's what really stirred me to um, talk about this and it's going to be beware of idols. Okay, I know that um, over the years or maybe you haven't heard about idols before but um idols mostly are things that kind of represent a false god right so um in the old testament you see god talking about people who they made idols we look at king nebuchadnezzar who said they should make an image and he wanted everybody to worship that image and um you see the the three hebrew boys that said no we are not going to bow our heads to to this idol to this image that you have created and one thing i believe that god will want us to know is to really search our hearts and really really submit our, our thoughts our will our desires to him even as we listen to this that there are images that we have created pictures of in our hearts there are images it might not be physical many times idols are not necessarily physical you might not have one image that was built majorly for you to worship to represent a god um even some place like if you go to some some shops you know here you find like um in some particular restaurants you see some images and then you just think about it what are these images for most of them it's a significance of the god that's like the image of the god that they worship and and it's we might be quick to judge them and say oh they have this image in their shop you know and just think like oh oh that means they're worshiping false gods and then we forget that a god can either be physical or a god can be in your heart right you might not create that physical god but you can create a God in your heart. And I'm going to read the particular um, chapter of the Bible that I was reading through. And I got to that part and it just caught my attention. It's Colossians 3 from verse 5. And it says, So put to death the sinful earthly things locking within you have nothing to do with sexual immorality impurity lusts and evil desires it says don't be greedy for a greedy person is an idolater worshiping the things of this world okay don't be greedy for a greedy person is an idolater all right so when you have idols you have images what that kind of person is called is an idolater and it's not just those people that have funny things and um instruments that they put together and they put different condiments and they're trying to worship a particular god that's an idol what is that idol that you have in your heart for some people it is greed and when you see greedy people, sometimes they do not even acknowledge that they are greedy. They see it as, you know, it's my thing. I want it. It's mine. You know, there's this me, me, me thing there. 
all right there's so much of self there's so much of flesh and if you go to first corinthians 10 14 it says beloved flee from idolatry idolatry is a sin of the flesh idolatry is a sin of the flesh idolatry is a sin of the flesh many times greed itself it's flesh it's a desire for a material possession or a desire for another's possession so much that it consumes the totality of your being First Corinthians 5.21 says, Little children, keep yourself from idols. And you see through the scriptures, you keep saying things about idolatry, about idols. So you know this is major, 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 major to God. And if you go to Galatians 5 from verse 20, you see where the Bible was talking about the works of the flesh. Idolatry is one of them. So it means that every time... You give in to the desires of the flesh in terms of being greedy. That for some people, they, they hold on to things so much that it's mine. No, I cannot give it. For some people, food is their God. The food has become an idol to them such that they cannot give it out. So when, you, when somebody, somebody, if, if somebody comes to you now and says, oh, I want to... Can you give me your food or I'm hungry or something? You'll find some people struggling even to do that. Sometimes even when we tell people to come join us while we eat, in our minds, somewhere you're saying don't come, right? But you're just doing it as courtesy. God wants us to search our hearts. What is that thing? For some people, it is money. Money has become an idol. Money has become a god. Food has become a God. Whatever you find so hard to let go of has become a God. It has become an idol. It means you worship it. For some people, they can't just... For some people, it's relationship. You're in a relationship with a guy and it just feels like you can't do with the guy. Sorry, pardon me. You cannot do without the guy. You see him talking to somebody. You are very upset. You feel like it, it only has to be you. That's a God. That's an idol. Nothing should be close to the reverence that you have for God and God alone. Do not bow your hearts to idols. Check. And I'm just praying for you that God will begin to point the areas in your heart that you need to, you need to really purge. Areas in your heart that you really need to. It's the way David asked the Lord. He says, search my heart. If there's, if there's anything in me that doesn't please you, he says, purge it out. What is that God? What is that idol that you have created in your heart? Knowingly or unknowingly. For some people, you do not even know that it's an idol. You, don't, you, you do not even know that you are worshipping it so much. Some people, their God is their belly. They can't do without eating. It has to be their belly. And if somebody comes close to tampering with 
their food or something they get very upset they get very you know infuriated like oh no my food my money my deeds my boyfriend my deeds what is that god it's always mine 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 there is nothing that we have received that has not been given to us by god and there is nothing on this earth there is no treasure that compares to the treasure that is prepared for us in heaven And so take your attention and your mind off physical material possession that actually can perish. Do not let, let anything control your desire. Do not let, let anything control your emotions. Do not let anything control how you react either pos- positively or negatively if you go to acts fifteen twenty, it says i write to them that they abstain from the pollution of idols so it means that idols can actually pollute us some people their idol is power you are so hungry for power that when you see somebody that is in a place of power and authority you you it's like you worship them like oh I'm not saying don't honor men. No. Honor all men. It's the Bible. Honor all men. But no man should be your God. No man should be your idol. Oh, I cannot do without this thing. I cannot do without doing this. I cannot do without watching movies. That means movies have become your God. It's an idol now. Whatever you cannot do without has taken the place of God in your life. For many people, social media has become an idol. You cannot do without going to social media per day. If your phone is taken away from you for just two minutes, you are probably just going to feel like your whole world is coming crashing. Or your whole world is crashing down. That is not what God wants for us. The only person that has sovereign will and hold over your life is god the only person that has sovereignty over your life is god it's god and nothing else it's not god plus money it's not god plus pride it's not god plus greed it's not god plus power it's not god plus your belly it is god and god alone and if you go to galatians 5 And you know, I said something when I started. I said there are times that we are quick to judge people because we physically see their idols, right? But we forget according to the word. In fact, if you read now the works of the flesh are manifest. Galatians, I'm reading from Galatians 5 from verse 19 so that you can follow and just go and read. It says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these idolatry fornication uncleanness lasciviousness idolatry witchcraft hatred and and the rest of them but then most people would readily pick oh fornication adultery they look like they are the greatest sins right they are the greatest um works of the flesh whereas everything is all in the same category god does not want anything to take his place in your life God wants to be 
all in all over your life. He doesn't want to share himself with somebody else in your life or something else in your life. God wants him to be the one that consumes you totally. It's a sin of the flesh. Now, how do, how do we even deal with the sin of the flesh? If you go to, in the same chapter, chapter 5 of Galatians, um, and then you see the fruit of the Spirit, and then you go to verse 24, it says, And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory. For some people, like I said, it's vain glory. It's just power and they're so, oh. If you don't give them, it feels like you are you are robbing them of something. It says provoking one another, envying one another. Many times, envy stems out of greed. You want what the person has that you do not have. And then instead of of you to just acknowledge what God is doing in their lives, you are pissed at them for no reason. You're envious of them because you feel like, and you do not even know. It's the walk of the flesh. Right. And then if you go to Galatians 5, 16, it says that these I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. Allow the Holy Spirit live through you. you um, engage the person of the Holy Spirit to live a life of freedom that we have in Christ. A life where sin does not lo- doesn't have dominion over you anymore. Because you're not under the law anymore. You're under grace. And it's not... And it, it, it might seem like, oh, so how do I get rid of these things? See, as you stay in God's presence, as you fellowship with the Holy Spirit, as you fellowship with the Word of God, one thing the Word of God has is cleansing ability. As I read that particular verse I read from Colossians 3, the moment I got there, I was like, Wow. Whether I like it or not, whatever, what, what, when I was listening to, to it that particular night, I believed that it was washing. And I was thinking, is there anything I'm greedy of? Is there anything that I, I find so difficult to let go of? And then when it happens, I feel like you're taking so much from me. Sometimes we are so caught up in ourselves. We are so, it's just about you and you and you and you alone. No. God doesn't want us to live like that. Walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Use the word of God to wash off. I am no longer under sin. Sin does not have dominion over me. I take authority over my flesh and over the desires of my flesh. I am not greedy of gain. I do not count myself highly more than I ought to. I do not create gods in my heart based on the desires of my flesh but i yield my heart i yield my thoughts i yield my emotions i yield my body i yield my will i yield my mind to you lord
it is all yours and nothing of me. If there's anything in me that doesn't please you, Father, purge it out. That should be your desire. That should be your daily cry. Use the word of God to tackle the flesh. The flesh will always be against the spirit. They are, the flesh and the spirit cannot stay together. It is that one has to give or one has to give way to the other. One has to bow to the other. And your flesh has to bow to your spirit. Because you are primarily spirit. Don't, don't hold on to things that will perish. Brother, look above. Let your focus be on him. Don't let your treasure be only those things on earth yeah, that will perish with time. Have you, have you realized something? Maybe like some five years ago, or maybe let's say seven years ago, there's some things in your heart that you're like, oh, I really want this thing, I really want this thing. And you were really like, oh, I have to have, I need to get it, I need to get it. I need to have this thing. And then five, seven years down the line, you eventually got it at that time, but now it has no significance. <laughs> and then you, you, you just wonder, why was I even stressing out? Maybe there was a time a particular um, phone brand came out, right? And then the phone brand was like, uh, let's say, $50 or no, $50 is too small. Let's say $500 or just say whatever currency that you use where, where you're joining or where you're listening from. And then it's so expensive. And then you're like, oh, I need to have it. I need to have it. And there's so much, ah, you're struggling to just get the money for it. And then eventually you get it and then four or five years down the line the value has dropped it's now so cheap you can even get it for 10 percent of what you paid for it and then you just look at it and wonder why did i even stress myself some of the things that we are we are holding on to now are things that will have no significance in the next couple of years so why is that our treasure our treasure is not in physical things our treasure is in heavenly things. Our focus is not on things that will perish. Our focus on uh, our focus is on things that are eternal. And so my flesh will not rule over me anymore. I have dominion over my flesh. So when it comes to greed, when it comes comes to power, when it comes to your belly, when it comes to whatever it is you know that particular thing that you cannot let go of you know that particular thing that you cannot do without some people even say so i cannot do without you what do you mean you can <laughs> you can do without the person the person is not your god however legit it may look nothing should ever compete with with the place of god in your life so what God is saying today is I want to purge you of anything that is not of me. I want to be the only one in your life. I want to be your sovereign God. I want to be your all in all. Without me, I without me you can do nothing. 
everything you are trying to amass for yourself, the idols you have built in your heart, the gods you have built, the gods you have been worshipping, whatever you, you, you put so much desire and passion into that consumes you so much that you cannot do without them has become a god. And God wants those gods pulled down. It is not just a physical thing you can see. It is mostly in the heart. That is where it starts from. Some people, your property is your God. Your car is your God. You worship social media so much without even you realizing it. So many times it's not like you are intentional about them. But God is saying, check those things out. I am your all in all. And I pray for you today that God will help you. God will help you to yield and submit to his authority. God will help you to yield and submit to his word. God will help you to constantly, 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 by the help of the Holy Spirit, pull out anything that is taking the place of God in your life. God will help you to focus on him and him alone. God will help you to, 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 Take your attention of earthly things that will perish. And God will help you to stay connected, stay pure, stay undiluted in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that grace is released to help you to walk in the spirit like never before. Grace is released to help you to mortify the deeds of the flesh. Grace is released to strengthen you in any place where you are weak. Grace is released to help you to guard your heart with all diligence. Father, we thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for joining the Voice of One today. I hope you had an amazing time. I'll see you again. Bye.